Kia ora. Hey, I am Dan Sheed and I am one of the leaders of Central Vineyard here in Auckland, New Zealand. Or, or as we would say, um, Tamaki Makaurau here in Aotearoa. So, kia ora. Today I have the privilege of standing in for John Mark. Um, it's Thursday, June the 4th. Now, I am, um, I'm teaching through Ephesians at the moment here in our community. We're, we're looking at this glorious letter which helps us to reimagine the glorious church that Paul was writing about. And it's an amazing journey. And just as I begin this devotional today, I would just like to pass on a few of the ways in which uh, I feel like my story is being mimicked in uh, the opening lines from Paul. Firstly, uh, I see my greetings and I send my greetings and I long to be with you. And it's actually true because in April, I was meant to be with you. I was meant to be passing through. I was meant to be in Portland. I was meant to be hanging out, going to a Sunday gathering. I might have sat next to you. Who knows? I was meant to be visiting and hanging out in your city. And I was really looking forward to it. But sadly, alas, um, all of that has changed because, well, COVID has changed the world, hasn't it? And my travel plans, they were part of that. They got changed too. So I long to actually get to see you, Bridgetown. I would like to do that, and I hope I can do that soon. To you, to the saints, I say hello to the saints of Bridgetown. And that's who you are. You are the saints, the saints of Portland. That is the identity that God has given you. He calls you the saints the holy ones, the set-apart ones, the ones who have been given this new way of being human. Grace to you. Grace to you, or another way of saying that would be this gift to you. May you remember that this is the delivery mechanism of God. It is gift. Grace is the ambience of generosity that God does his work through. And peace to you. Peace to you. And I've been watching the news. I've been observing this last week in particular. And I do ask that peace would be given to you. And not just in a wishful, nice way. No, no, the peace that I wish to you and send to you today is the kingdom hope. It is the kingdom of God breaking in in its full reality that the shalom of God would be yours. Today, that's the one I would like to just dig a little deeper on, if you would allow me to. I would like to remind you that that God's hope for you is his kingdom of shalom, his future age of all things being new, all things being in a state where there are no tears on our cheeks, where there are no uh, reasons to mourn, where there are no people without, but that his full kingdom would come. You know, Jesus' message, his good news, his declaration was this message of the kingdom, that it was coming that it was entering into the history of the world, that it was subversively acting as a new story within the story that we already have. 
And, and I think that that's become a reality for me in the recent months amongst COVID-19. The reality that COVID-19 is a story that's being lived at the moment, that there's a, there's a narrative that the world has, and yet the kingdom of God subversively enters in, threads its way in as a new thing into that reality. You know, I'm not going to forget the Easter of 2020 very quickly because it was like as we mourned on Good Friday, the loss of God as Christ, the death, the chaos, all of the mess. And as he was laid in the tomb, I couldn't help but look around on Good Friday at the reality of the world, the news feeds, the the state of the news and realize, oh my goodness, I have not attended Easter this year. Easter has come to me. I'm living in an Easter moment right now. And then on Sunday, after we waited, after that moment of silence, after that moment of thinking really out loud, did it, was it really going to go this way? The resurrection. The resurrection bursts in and this new life enters into reality. And here it is again. The kingdom of God enters into the story, but it enters into the story. You see, Christ rose, but there were still the crosses up on the hilltops. And Christ rose, and there was still Caesar's head on the coins. Christ rose, and, and there was still the Roman eagle over the temple doorway. But yet, there were these believers who had encountered this new reality and set off to live a life in the world in a very different way. You know, I I wonder if amongst this cultural story we find ourselves in, this moment of COVID-19, of protests, of injustice, of sickness, of economic downturn, of all the things, all the anxiety-producing things on our news, there is a subversive story of shalom and peace wanting to weave its way through and break in. Now, it's not here fully, but it is subversively here. And and how does it enter even more fully? How does it gain traction? Well, for me, on the other side of the world, as I look at your country, I look at you, and I offer peace, and I offer that you may have it, and I ask, and I petition, and I intercede, and I ask God to give that to you. For me, that has been radically changed and shaped by the fact that for the last couple of years, I have been praying every day the Lord's Prayer. The Lord's Prayer, this prayer that Jesus gave his disciples who asked him, Jesus, how do we pray? And Jesus said, pray like this. And you see, the Lord's Prayer is not something I just recite from start to finish, although I can do that now. It is actually about taking each moment and launch pads of of moments with God, different kinds of prayer. And when I get to that bit about may your kingdom come, may your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Well, in that moment, what I am asking and what I am inviting of God is I am asking God, would your future hope, your kingdom of peace 
May it enter into this world. God, may the reality of your kingdom enter this story. Subvert it again. God, enter in again. That there would be no need for tears. Wipe the tears. That there would be no orphans needing an embrace. No Embrace them. Know that there'd be no disease. Heal that now. That the fog of COVID, that the racial protests, what whatever the things are that is consuming us with anxiety right now, that his kingdom would come. So to finish today, I would like to lead you and invite you for a moment to think about how to pray that God's future would come. So for a moment, let us be with Jesus in this beautiful way of praying that he himself taught us. Father, God, God who is putting all things back together, God who is making all things new, God who is at work, Father, Son, Spirit, God, May your kingdom come. And as I pray that, I ask that your future, what you have destined for us as our hope, would it come? Would it break in? Would it burst in now? Would it meet the needs now? Would it come?